2: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
3: Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood, tips and tricks, products we love, and brands that we can't live without. Let's get into it. So this week we're chatting to um, a girl who has been very, very, very vocal about her prenatal depression. She's had it throughout her pregnancy. She suffered from it quite badly before with her anxieties and stuff. She is a mate of mine so I know the depths of despair and I think I can probably say that that she's gone to and she is... She's kind of turned her life around in as much as she's now become an almost like an Instagram agony aunter about yeah. mental health. Yeah. And we really wanted to, t- to touch on that subject of maternal mental health in this episode, didn't we? It's
2: interesting, isn't it? Because we hear a lot about postnatal depression and postnatal mental health, but we don't hear so much about mental health during pregnancy. And I mean, I, I don't know if it makes a difference. Whether you're planning a pregnancy and then, you know you, fi- you know, you find out you're pregnant or it's a shock, if that makes any difference to how you feel. But I know um, I've felt completely different second time round yeah, how have to you what felt I did first. So this second time round, as you know, you were there when I found out, um, I felt, first of all, I was obviously really excited, I'd say, and shocked, but... Once it started to like sink in, and it was I think because I knew what a big deal having a child was. Going, you know, second time round, you know everything that it entails. It's it's all consuming. I suddenly thought we haven't planned this. Is this what I want? Mm. Um, is is this what is right for our family? Yeah. Is this right for Axel? And. I actually really struggled for the first few months um you know my husband he was always wanted more children and I didn't really I only really wanted one and so I sort of not I resented him for a bit but you I still did did a little li- bit yeah I sort of did because I felt like he'd got what he'd wanted and I didn't really know if I wanted it or not right okay um That's quite brave of you to say that, I think. Yeah, I mean, we've probably spoken about it on the podcast before I got pregnant with number two, that I wasn't, you know, I wasn't planning on it at all. Um, I'm an only child and I sometimes, I like, I actually like being an only child and I can't imagine sharing my parents with anybody. So for me, that's been like the biggest thing is that I'm taking that away from Axel. (laughs) And he's gonna have to share us and share like even share my mum and dad and stuff. And it's it's just it's really weird. In fact, I'm talking about it now and I'm two weeks off. Yeah, no, you you are quite anxious. I can still
3: feel the anxiety. When I, yeah, off when you. I talk
2: about that side of it, I still I'm not completely okay with that. Have you that? got your head around
3: the fact that it's only gonna be a good thing for Axel?
2: Yes, I, do you know what? I ha- after the first few months, I was I did I used to have really bad days where I'd probably lash out a bit at my husband and sort of really blame not blame him because that's the wrong thing, but but well, you were pissed off. I was a bit pissed yeah, off because I just felt like he he was totally okay with it and I wasn't, so it right. was really difficult to be. And also, you know, when you think. But why am I not okay with it? Because mm. in fact, the first time, well, you know, when I was pregnant with Axel, I was living in London. James was living in Cheltenham. Circumstances weren't great, and we were totally fine with it. We were really excited. This time round, circumstances are perfect. You know, mm. on paper. Mm. You know, we've been living in the area for a while. My parents are close. James's parents are close. Yeah, you've got we've the got, ideal
3: yeah, setup yeah, in inverted I, commas. Exactly. And also everybody expects you to be completely over the moon and blown away by the fact that you are pregnant again. Exactly. And some people don't experience those feelings of total joy. No,
2: and I definitely didn't this, this time round. But coming, you know, coming towards the end of it, and now I... Maybe it's because Axel's a bit older, like in the time that I've been pregnant, I sort of think, oh, no, you do need a sibling. And, <laughs> you know, it, it's, not, it's nice you know, just seeing friends with their older s- siblings, especially yeah. as adults. So yeah, yeah, it, yeah. that has been okay. But I de- it's definitely been completely different this time around. And you have had
3: more of a roller coaster with your emotions and Absolutely. the tears and yeah. the hormones. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I don't know if it's knowing more this time mm. you know knowing everything that having a child entails it's a really interesting thing looking at
3: society on how we are supposed to be built when we find out that we're pregnant everybody yeah. around us you know i'm sure there's a large majority of women who are completely over the moon and elated i was one of them i was so desperate to have a child with Dozer, and when i found out i was pregnant with luna it was the best moment of my life <laughs> And same, same when I fell pregnant with Kit, you know, because yeah, we were cause told that were, we would never yeah, have a baby naturally, so exactly. it was just. And I am sure there is going to be lots of people listening that are in my camp. I am sure there are also a lot of people that would be listening that felt scared, shocked, frightened, worried. It's a big you know, thing to take the, on the unknown. But there is also there is those external pressures of everybody else going. Oh, you must be over the
2: moon, and then yeah. you go,
3: I don't, I don't know if I am, and and how am I supposed to bond with the bump and what's happening to my body and I don't have anyone to talk to and am I with the right person and am I okay to bring a child into the world yeah all of those things that we don't
2: necessarily think about no exactly and I think from who we're going to speak to a bit later on um when you 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 haven't you don't know the person that you're having a baby with not really like that well i've got one of my really good friends she was very young when she had her first um she was 21 and i think she'd been with her partner for like nine months or something when she Mm. fell pregnant Mm. that's that's a hard situation and And
3: the person that we're chatting to today forget nine months they had only (laughs) only been seeing each other for about i think this is right two months yeah um and it had only really two months, you know, five, six dates probably. And she found out that she was pregnant. And she's very kindly come on to the podcast today. We talked to her. A few weeks ago. Um, she is currently heavily pregnant. We're actually we actually don't know if she's had the baby. We're kind of waiting on the hotline to see if she's had the baby. But when we chatted to her, she was heavily pregnant and she has been going through a real roller coaster of emotions during the pregnancy, and she's been very vocal about it on it on her Instagram page, and she's really out there to help other people going through the same thing. So we are absolutely over the moon to be speaking to her today
2: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
3: Well, how lovely is this? Um, we are so lucky that we get to chat to such amazing guests on this podcast. But today is a really special one. She is a very good friend of mine, the woman that is sitting opposite me today. She is an emotional health advisor. She is a writer. She's a yogi. Um, she's an Instagram agony aunt. She's also pregnant with her first baby, which is a little boy. And we are so, so excited and thrilled that she's with us. Today It's Roxy Lafusi! Hello! <laughs> Thank you so much for having Thanks me. Thanks for
0: coming on. I love your show.
3: Oh, great! <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, we're so glad that we've got you in today because you have been on a bit of a journey with this pregnancy. And I, I guess we just want to kind of kick off. For people that don't know you, just tell us, you know, your story
0: my pregnancy your pregnancy
3: story story.
0: well i met this random australian (laughs) who is actually sat in the room (laughs) not that random yeah so uh, we met on a dating app and within you know he was on his way back from traveling on his way to australia he was here for four days we had a date he never got on the plane 10 weeks later he's like great let me go get my visa comes back the day he arrives back Found out in two months pregnant. I was <laughs> like, Well, oh you're goodness. never leaving now. <laughs> wow. So it was a huge, huge shock. But the reason that I knew I was pregnant was because just before I had started feeling super low. And I was like, Well, this is really weird because work's going really well. And I'm in a new relationship and I'm like so loved up. And you know what it's like? You're like euphoric. So I was like, is it him? And I was like, <laughs> you know, like, maybe I don't like him that much. I was like, no, but I was like, it's weird. And I was like, I'm not feeling good. And I was really tired. And I kept napping. And my sister was like, are you sure you're not pregnant? I was like, no, there's absolutely no way. So this way. was only two months after you'd met Wade? Yeah. Well, I'm trying to work out because by the time we've had... Well, by the time it's a year since the day we met, we'll
3: have a one-month-old child. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, so yeah, the it was, time's right. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: So uh, I... I was, She was like, I'm, you must be pregnant. I was like, there's, no, there's just no way, because I'd taken the morning after pill on the one occasion. Yeah. And was... Uh, but anyway, I was pregnant. <laughs> but, but the first
3: sign of your pregnancy was the fact that you felt depressed.
0: Yes, because I was like, there's no reason for me to be depressed, and I was just flat. And I remember we and Wade had gone to the cinema, and we watched um, Star Is Born. And afterwards, I started crying, and he was like, what's wrong? And I was like, I just... I feel like I'm mourning my old life because I'd done a lot of inner work anyway and I'd been on sort of quite a big personal journey and I was like I just feel like I'm not going back to my old life I don't know why I was like it's like a new me that's so
2: strange even before you you were like yeah it was
0: three days before I found out wow um so there was definitely this sense where I had like shifted and something in me had changed and I felt I don't know, I was just... I was having loads of flashbacks of, like, my, like, 20s and, like, my Mm. hedonistic, like, lifestyle. And I was like, God, I've just evolved so much past that and things are so different now. And anyway, and I was saying, yeah, I kept napping, but I thought it was because I'd been working so hard that once I had rested, I had just... My body was just, like, Mm. recuperating. Mm. So, yeah, it really wasn't... I really did have no idea. So... (laughs)
2: <laughs> it's, so, it's actually so interesting hearing you speak about that because with this pregnancy, I'd actually given up my job um, a few weeks before. I've, well, I was pregnant, but I didn't know I was pregnant. Yeah, yeah. And I was working from home, so I had, I'd had I sort of shifted like my life. And I was feeling really like just not bothered. Mm. I think that's I was getting up in the morning and thinking oh god and moping around and I thought that was down to the fact that working from home was just not for me <laughs> at all. I thought oh yeah, I mean this just isn't for me. Like I'm not I'm not this person who wants to just wear leggings and sit at home. I I thought I missed getting up and getting dressed and all of that kind of stuff. And then I sort of made a decision to go back to my old job. And then I found out I was pregnant. Right. <laughs> it happened like that, didn't it? Because did, you just yeah. weren't, you, you
3: weren't yourself for a period of time. I was not myself.
2: It was only mm. about four weeks that I was working from home. But yeah. I felt, I also I thought it was because it was winter and it was dark. I mean, I had all these things in my head that I thought it was. But it wasn't. It was obviously just because I was pregnant. Yeah. And right. didn't know. But it's really interesting because yeah. I don't think many people actually speak about that. I've never heard anyone really talk and say that they felt really down and then they found out they were pregnant.
0: Well, yeah, I think that's why... Because it's quite easy. Because when I then suffered really bad with prenatal depression, I think if I hadn't have felt depressed first, I would have wondered whether finding out was the cause of feeling low. Uh, Right. But actually, because I felt low first, I can say, yeah, it was hormones. It was Mm. chemical. Mm. Like There was that side of it. Because it went that way around.
3: So let's talk about prenatal depression because it isn't a conversation that many people have. And actually, I, I don't think... Um, many people know, like you said, that they've actually got it. So for you, you know, had you heard about it? What were the signs and what has happened to you during this pregnancy? So, no, I'd never heard of
0: it because I'd heard a lot about postnatal depression. And considering I'm a mental health ambassador, you know, you'd think that it would be something I'd be really aware of, but I just wasn't. I just wasn't something that was talked about, you know. And I think there is such a positive view of pregnancy in social media and and you know in films and it's this glowing period and I have felt an immense sense of like guilt because firstly I wasn't happy when I found out I was in shock and I wasn't you know I didn't really know how to deal with it and I was sad and you think well you know you know that how lucky you are to be able to get pregnant so there's a sense of guilt that comes with that and then I thought, oh, maybe I'm just adjusting to the change, um, but because I have suffered depression at times before, I was aware that this was much, much deeper than this. And I would say this is probably, from when I was, I would say from eight weeks pregnant to about 20 was the darkest time of my life. Oh, wow. It was a real struggle to get out of bed in the morning. All the kind of classic symptoms of depression um lethargy um no no feeling of like any hope for the future extreme sadness tearfulness um it was really just so intense like when I look back at it it's like a black cloud of time um and if it hadn't been for Wade to like support me through that time it would have been I mean I don't really know what I would have done um but I told my midwife quite early on and the NHS are amazing because they're very, very um, sort of aware that this is a big thing and they they really want to help pregnant women. They're like, you know, it's a big, but... So you flagged it up quite early I on. flagged it up early. I was like, I'm really not feeling good. But actually to get an appointment it never happened. Yeah. So I was like, oh God, there are so many people struggling who maybe don't have the support system that I had with my friends and my family
2: and they probably don't even know that they have it that's what i was gonna say like you're in a position where you're a mental health ambassador as you say so you know what the signs are you know what to look out for but i bet there's so many women especially women as you say who have either gone through a really big journey to get pregnant so then it's a huge shock and you know it's very overwhelming when they do or they didn't plan on getting pregnant and then that's a huge shock as well yeah totally yeah
3: so I guess for for women who uh, you know are pregnant now and you talked about that guilt what are the signs you talked about lethargy but if, if anybody's listening and they're like hang on is that me yeah
0: I think there's it's an extreme sadness which doesn't lift and it's continuous so you may get the odd day where you kind of feel good again and you're like oh I think I'm better but it quickly goes back and it's it's the consistency of it that's when it goes from just having like a period of sadness to being really you know really suffering from depression and prenatal depression it's a sense of no hope for the future it's hopelessness that gloom that sort of weight on your chest I mean the weight on your shoulders it's like you genuinely feel it Um, and, and at a time where you're supposed to be very excited. And I think that's what makes it all the more kind of obvious in a way because there's a sense that there is this new life growing inside of you and there's so much that's going to change and it's going to be so exciting and there's so much opportunity for actually to be feeling really good and grateful and happy and yet you're not feeling any of those things. Yes.
2: Yeah. I think we've, we've both discussed this actually. We've both felt like that on our on our second babies that you... Know you should feel great and you know you should feel really excited, but somehow it just doesn't feel like that. I mean, that.
3: mine definitely wasn't prenatal depression, but I definitely felt that I wasn't bonding with the bump. Yeah. yeah. And I wonder if you have experienced that over the last, you yeah, know, eight months, seven months.
0: Well, I. Yeah, I mean, I I couldn't get my head around the fact it was real. So we found out the sex straight away. We named him straight away, but just to make it more real. Do you think that helps? It definitely helped. Yeah. It definitely helped. And now, now I feel super bonded. Do you? But it took, yeah, I would say six months was my changing point. At six months, everything changed. And that's why I really want to talk about this, because... I've had a lot of women message me and just say, I'm feeling so low. Like, I don't know what to do and I'm so glad someone else is feeling the same. And the fact is, is it does lift. There is a shift and you can use this. You know, with anything that happens to you, you can either let it, like, you know, overwhelm you and you can let yourself sort of suffer in it or you can use it and I honestly um the strongest, happiest, most content, most grounded I have ever been. And it has been through that sort of darkness, the growth and, and how much I've evolved. It wouldn't have happened if I didn't suffer that that time. Mm.
3: Mm.
0: So, you know, there is opportunity to really make there's something beautiful for you and give you that strength before you become a mum. Mm. Like, I feel ready to be a mum now mm. because of this experience.
3: That's amazing to hear, yeah, isn't it? Yeah,
2: that is, it really is. What
3: um would you say is absolutely key in trying to get yourself better? So, you know, you've obviously, you're in a new relationship with Wade. Are you communicating?
0: Yeah, I mean, we talk all day long. And I think that is our biggest gift is we communicate about everything I mean I'm very lucky that Wade is very open and he's very patient but I think the more we try to sort of hold in any feelings you know it's always going to come out but also people can make assumptions okay so if I walked in here so I walked in this morning and I had a little cry because I was feeling so Mm self-conscious if I didn't tell you guys that I was feeling self-conscious I might have come in and just seemed rude arrogant, uninterested, but actually what I was feeling was really insecure and self-conscious. So there's always a different way that someone can read your behavior. So if you're open about it, then you don't have that. So you're not going to leave seeing a friend and think, oh God, they think I'm awful or Mm -hmm. they think I'm like this or that. Actually, you can just tell them And they're gonna understand and they're gonna be there for you. So being open and honest with yourself and your friends and your family and your partner is absolutely the number one key because you don't owe anyone this like perfect version of yourself Mm. to be happy and bubbly and excited if
3: you're not yeah it's okay it's okay to show vulnerability and actually as women and and pregnant women we are literally uh, especially if you've got you know children uh, older children or you you know you've had a couple of children before you have to just carry on yeah you've got to be just right let's just get on with this and yes pregnancy is not an illness you know you're growing a life and it's the most amazing thing but there are so many hormonal changes going on in the body and I think think you're absolutely right with talking you have got to talk to people if you are feeling low depressed isolated any of those things you have got to reach out
0: yeah i mean there's no other way to do it and also believe that it will pass everything always passes that's the thing nothing is forever you know it's funny when you suffer depression when you're in it you really don't think you're ever going to be happy again and then when you're feeling really happy you never think you'll feel depressed again yeah you just think oh, i'll never go down that road again it's really just mental health is it's so transient and you're always on the spectrum somewhere and you're always changing and it's about sort of going with those flows and the highs and the lows mm-hmm. and trying not to attach yourself too much to any one moment so sort of, this isn't forever so if you are feeling low and sad it's not forever mm. nothing's forever yeah you know yeah, and yeah. use that in like a positive way you know that that movement of, of emotions and mental health and feelings and love and
2: you mentioned um, today that you felt really insecure and self-conscious. I think that's, like, really interesting and what you were saying to us earlier about about that and being so open. Can you just talk through, like, why you felt self-conscious and, you know, how you've been feeling uh, recently? The changes yeah. in your body. Yeah, yes. exactly.
0: Well, uh, this is a big topic for me because it's one thing that I haven't figured out the answers to yet and it's still troubling me a lot. Um, but I put on, I've put on 22 kilos this pregnancy and I'm 37 weeks now, so I've probably still got a few more to go, but, um, that has been incredibly challenging. Um, I've always taken care of my body and I've always been quite conscious of how I look and, you know, I've worked hard at, you know, maintaining my physique and eating healthily. And, you know, I think there's a sense of like, people don't want to say this because it sounds vain, but the truth is we all put value on ourselves in different ways, right? So it might be how we are at work. It might be the way that we look. It might be how we are as mothers. You know, we all find value in different things. One thing I found value from was how I looked, you know? And that just was, it was something that I took care of and it was important to me. Feeling good in myself, in my body and how I looked made me feel good and I think it's the same for a lot of people but we don't really want to say it because it makes us sound like we're self-obsessed and Absolutely. I don't think that's the case if we're all really honest a lot it's it's not a priority for everyone It's it might be the fifth or sixth thing down the line But for
3: me, definitely feeling good about the way I look makes me happy. Was it also people commenting on how good you looked that made you happy? Was there an element of that? No,
0: weirdly no. It's just what I see in the mirror. Mm -hmm. Do I feel confident in myself? And that does. And I just feel better. You know, when I'm fit and I'm healthy and I'm exercising, I'm light and I'm bouncy. And, you know, there's all these good emotions that sort
2: of that come with that. Listen. So. There's absolutely nothing wrong with liking the way you look. Yeah, and, you know, I, I I think most women, well, a lot of women will say that is one of the things that they struggle with during yeah, it's, pregnancy. It's, it's, it's gaining that weight and you have is, no control over yeah, it. Yeah, not right. having the control over it. For me, I hated the first bit when I didn't have a bump because I thought I had to make excuses. Yeah. Like, people be like, oh, like you know, well, you haven't told anyone you're pregnant. I'd be like, oh, you know, I'm pregnant. That's, that's why I'm putting my weight. Like, yeah. oh, you know, I'm pregnant. That's why I'm eating that. Or, you know, whatever. And I'd say it before I needed to totally. say it. Yeah, exactly.
0: Totally. It's... it's- Yeah, I mean, your body changes in every way. I mean, there has not been an inch of me from head to toe that has been left unturned by this pregnancy. Mm -hmm. I mean, my boobs are the size of my head. They it's are pretty so- big. I'm looking at them now. They're lovely. Oh, Zoe loves pregnant
2: boobs. I love <laughs> big boobs. Oh, I'm just
0: throw it out there. It's, you know, my, I was saying to that the only thing that, that differentiates my leg from my foot is like a crease. There's <laughs> no ankle, it's just a crease. My like sausage toes are extraordinary. But anyway, you know, and it is funny and your body is changing. And, but I just kind of, I have to you know, I see all these like, women with like these perfect bumps and they look amazing and they put on no weight and I'm like oh my god to look like that and you know what yes I know my body is doing an amazing thing I know I'm growing a child I know all these things that should ease it but it just doesn't I am not me I got asked if I was Roxy's sister the other day so
3: (laughs) It's like invasion of the body snap. You feel like a completely different person, especially at this point in the pregnancy. Totally. We need to discuss this more. Your whole body is being overtaken. And
0: I think there's, I feel when I, sometimes when I speak about it, there is a sense of um, being shamed a little bit for being bothered by it. There's a sense of, yeah, but you're growing a human. It's like, I know, I know I am. But it doesn't make, I still, when I look in the mirror and I catch a glimpse of myself in the mirror, I really feel like an immense sense of like sadness because it's been, this. it's such a long period of time. Mm. And it's really, I think, oh, I just miss feeling good about the way I look. It's just, yeah, I miss it. I know I'm going to feel that way again. But yeah, I just, I've, I am for sure struggling with it still, even this far along, where I'm like, I'm I'm ready to it's, it's I'm ready always, to like the yeah. way I look again.
2: It's also simple things like when when you're having to dress a bump if you dressed in one way before and you literally can't dress like that anymore like for instance wearing high-waisted jeans i talk and tucking, about this all the time yeah, tuck yeah. tucking t-shirts in and wearing blazers if that's yeah. your style and then suddenly you've got a massive bump and you can't yeah. you cannot dress like that it does make you feel a bit lost yeah. like it's weird from my first pregnancy i was more heavily pregnant during the summer so I was just wearing dresses. Yeah. And it was great and I didn't feel that insecure and it you was you hardly was had a bump right. in your
3: first pregnancy. No, I was, I
2: was quite small but I still, like I could just wear dresses. Yeah. This time round where I've had, I've been more heavily pregnant during the winter, I found it way harder. Totally. And I've been a lot more insecure about it because, and I think it's actually down to just because you have to layer up and you have to wear coats and all of that kind of stuff totally. that I just feel different about it which is, you yeah. know, silly but, It's just the way it is. is.
0: I've got a post baby outfit. Pinterest ball. <laughs> and honestly I love it oh, I actually yeah. really
2: enjoy it because
0: I'm like oh I'm going to be back there I'm going to be able to wear high waisted jeans again yeah. I mean my pregnancy style is nil It's so, I look.
2: I
3: mean I think you look amazing
0: <laughs> you do look
2: lovely are, those, are they from H&M yes, yes. I think so I good. have oh, them. I wear They're amazing. These black flare trousers yeah. every
0: day because I'm like I don't want to wear like dresses at the moment because it's too cold and I don't want to wear jeans because I'm unconfident about my legs but these flares but then I think after I'm pregnant if I see a black hair, I swear to God, like that Burn sound <laughs> Um
3: what I really love about this conversation is how honest you are being. And um it, it i I know you and I love you, and you are oh, one of my dear yeah, friends. Yeah. And it I feel I'm I guess I'm gonna be honest now. I'm sad that you said to me earlier on that you feel you can't look in a mirror. Yeah. So I kind of want to bring that up really because I feel I guess I want to know. I guess, what's going through your head when you are looking in the mirror and how you are going to cope afterwards and try and, as you say, kind of build yourself back up again? Because I think a lot of pregnant women will feel the same. Yeah. Um,
0: It's hard. I just, if I'm like washing my hands in the bathroom and I catch a glimpse of myself, it's just like, I just, I hate myself. It's like my face is just not my face it sounds so extreme and it's not and I don't want and I really don't want any and I have this thing as well like I, even like if someone's like oh you look so amazing I'm like no I don't and you kind of get angry and it's like it's not that I want and I'm not saying this out loud for any reason other than just for other people that are feeling the same to not feel alone mm. but I'm not saying it because I want any pity because I know this is all my issue this is in my head it's something I need to work on but yeah it's I I am shocked that with all the inner work that I do with all the emotional health advising that I do that I haven't been able to conquer this one I've tried very hard but I think it it is for me something that I've just kind of accepted and it will probably take till the baby is here and I have myself back I mean, I've, I, mean I don't know it's just hard I'm just not me that's mm. it's as simple as that. Mm. It's not the person that I have been for the last like 28 years. It's like it's a it's a different person on mm. the outside, but on the inside, I, I'm still me, which is a great. And it's been an amazing experience to for my life to change so much. And I have stepped back from doing a lot of the kind of work that I've done, and you know, if there's anything which has needed me to be photographed, for example, I won't go anywhere near it. Or um, so, well, I've I've generally been hibernating and <laughs> not seeing anybody for the last six months, um, apart really? from very close friends. So work has changed and a lot of that has been... So I'm very excited for the fact that that time away from everything has given me so much perspective. So that's what I've taken from it. So because I've been self-conscious, actually, yeah, it's been not great for me mentally, but what it has done is given me so much downtime mm-hmm. to build my home ready for the baby to come, Um, to find out what I really wanna do, what makes me happy, um, work on my relationship, work out all my plans for 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 motherhood uh read a lot you know i feel my life is full and rich Mm -hmm. and exciting and i'm so looking forward to this next chapter and i feel like i've kind of had my maternity leave basically because i've had this downtime and i've rested so much so it really has been amazing and i think with any bad experience or negative experience you can take what you want from it and that's the key um You know, pregnancy for me was my experience that I found really challenging. Some people love it, and I'm so happy for them.
2: Yeah, (laughs) you
0: know, and other people struggle as well, but it's just what you take from it. Everything is a lesson, Uh, you learn from everything, and this has been the biggest lesson I've ever been through, and I couldn't be happier for it. You know, it was such a shock at the beginning, but it was absolutely meant to be, Mm. and I couldn't imagine my life now if this hadn't happened, mm. because I feel like I have so much more purpose and um, clarity on everything. So how wow, is your... That was really
2: inspiring. was so, Yeah, I know. Georgia's got, got tears, tears
3: in her
0: eyes. <laughs> and someone. I don't get
2: tears in my eyes that often. But yeah, I find, I I absolutely love what you've just said about turning negatives into positives. And mm. I think that is something, if no one takes anything else away from this podcast today, that would be the one thing yeah. um, to and take And how away. incredible
3: that you've learned you know, the biggest, you've just said, the biggest life lesson, even before your baby has arrived... Yeah. You've already been through that because we say that actually the biggest lesson really is learning, you know, being a mother is just the, just the teaching that you that you get from that is just unbelievable when you hold your baby, you know, you know, not talking about the feelings because some people yeah. develop them later, but actually just being like, oh, my gosh, now I've got to look after this thing. That's yeah, it. You've, you, you've already been on that incredible journey through your pregnancy. Yeah,
0: I feel like pregnancy, you know, I always say it's not making just a baby, but you're making the mother. Mm. You go through so many hormonal changes and body changes and mental changes and you're tired and you've got your job. And, you know, for so many women, they've got so many things to do whilst growing a human that how strength building is that? Like, how proud are you of yourselves afterwards to be like, oh, my God, I did that. Like and then your child is like. Blessed with a mother who was able to go through all of those things. Yeah. You know, and that, so it really is the making of the mother, I think, not the making of the baby. I mean, and the making of the baby, you know, so there's so much more to it. And for me, you know, being, I love kids, you know, I've got nine nephews and nieces all under. The age of five, so I feel like oh my, my i have got like three each. So I feel like one is going to be a breeze. It will be a breeze. It's <laughs> totally already, to <laughs> yeah. But you know, and for me, it's like learning now. My next chapter is to learn from from my child because I think you learn more about yourself and about people from children. Because it, with what I do, it's all about going back to our authentic selves. So if you look at I mean this is a whole I won't go delve too deep into this but if you look at children and their mindfulness and their you know enjoyment with play and the way that they're unaffected by other people's like for for example if one of my nieces is like crying her eyes out the other niece is it and having a tantrum the other niece will still come up and be like happy and in a good mood she's so unaffected by the negativity around her yeah so important how amazing is Mm. that that kids can like listen to another kid crying and yes sometimes they're empathetic but it doesn't bring them down no you know they're able to like stay in their own space yeah and we can learn so much from them so that's my next chapter is is learning now
3: from from my child are you worried about postnatal depression and how is your depression now
0: So I have absolutely no depression now. It's completely cleared. I couldn't be happier. Um, I am definitely aware of it. And I think that's really good is if you have been suffering from any mental health problems in the past, anxiety, depression, whatever it might be, you definitely create that toolbox for yourself while you're pregnant. So, you know, try and find things that will help you. For me, my toolbox is, will be exercise, healthy eating, Um, meditation, yoga, hypnosis, these are all things that I use. And I'm also doing placenta pills because although there isn't much scientific evidence around it, there's a lot of anecdotal evidence around how placenta pills can really help to um, decrease the chances of postnatal depression and baby blues. So I'm doing that because I know that that might be something I need, you know, and just being watchful of it, you know, and I think that's key. It's just being aware that it can happen and creating a toolbox for yourself.
2: Yeah, I mean, for both of us, we always say one of the biggest things is not to be afraid to ask for help. Mm. So when the baby comes... Take take on all, all the, help the help that you can. Say get. yes to all of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And, and
3: I, I mean, both Georgia and I had a, a bit of the blues. Mine was severe with Luna. Really? Yeah. I mean, how long
2: did it
0: go on for?
3: About three weeks. And I think um, I probably didn't talk about it enough. You know, I suddenly went into this this strength mode of I'm, I'm a mother now and I've got to do everything and I'm trying to manage right. everything and I just used to shut the bathroom door and I used to howl oh. and howl and howl and it's oh, the me,
0: goosebumps. Oh, it's
3: it's such a because I've never experienced such a wave of emotion such love and then such darkness and it just kept coming it was like I just describe it as waves just pounding me constantly but I knew in my heart of hearts that I didn't have postnatal depression it was it felt like a rush of hormones rush 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 and this time around I was so much more aware of it so I knew it was going to come but I was much more vocal this time yeah and I really think you know for anybody listening that is key. It's that communication again. It's sharing and yeah, asking it's for knowing. help. Yeah, exactly. And knowing. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing that I see or hear about is the loneliness that comes mm. with being a new mum. And so I really hope that, um, by speaking about it and encouraging other people to speak, that is something that, you know, I can help and that you guys, I mean, are doing a great job at helping. Because that's I mean, there are I think we're all very lucky to like I said before, to have support networks, but so many people don't. Who should people talk to? Family, friends. Do you know I think the thing is even if you feel like people don't want to hear it, they do. People want to help other people. I think intrinsically we are good humans and you're not burdening someone by going to them with the problem. You're actually going to make them feel good anyway because it's people feel good when they help others. Yeah. So use that and you know it's actually a necessity so find someone even if you might not have you might not have like a really close group of friends but there will be someone that you know that has you know maybe is also a mother has been through the same thing just reach out there's no harm you're not don't worry about being you know i'm sure so many people feel embarrassed or they feel like really nervous to initiate that conversation but just do it Mm. sort of really go for it because i promise you you will feel better just saying it out loud um, and they will respond with kindness no one is going to shut the door in your face and say actually I don't want to help you it won't happen and I think that's the fear isn't it that you're going to go to someone and they're going to be like oh but get that, on with it you're yeah, pregnant you're growing yeah, yeah, a baby yeah, get yeah, on with it, it. you should yeah. be happy <laughs> no that's one's going to do that <laughs> it's
2: not putting the pressure on yourself to be okay yeah. I think if you just think oh yeah some days I might not be okay some days I will be okay mm. and you go into it Being like that, then you should be okay. You should be okay. (laughs) And
3: and there's also that moment which we have discussed together of when you've had the baby and there's no longer a baby in the bump, and then you stand in front of the mirror, and that was for both of us a big moment. And actually, it's it sort of shakes me a bit now because you you're so used to having this bump, and and then that's the reason why you've kind of gained weight and everything else, and then you stand there and you're like, that is a big moment. That is a big moment. How because did
0: you cope with that?
3: Not
2: very well.
3: <laughs> Not
0: very well. I
2: found going to the gym for the first time after I'd had Axel, I felt like I wanted to put a sign on my T-shirt yep. saying... I've just had a, a baby. baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like, yes. yeah, I am here, but I have just had a baby. So that's, pro- you know, I, I sort of look like I might know what I'm doing. But, you know, it it is work- it will work for me. You I, know, will, like- <laughs> I
3: will wet myself yes. a few, on a few occasions during this workout yeah. and I will be running to the loo regularly.
2: <laughs> yeah. So maybe going to, like, classes where there are other mums to ease yeah. yourself in is yeah. quite a good idea. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Definitely. it's good to know.
2: Yeah. Go on.
0: I was, yeah, i actually, I haven't got any in between clothes. I was saying to Wade, I was like, I've got my maternity, very small maternity wardrobe and all my pre-baby clothes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I need to get some, some middle. beautiful loungewear (laughs) beautiful Beautiful loungewear is key yeah yeah Yeah.
3: get yourself some really really comfy but glamorous kind of trackies yeah (laughs) and like
2: jazzy like gym leggings because they'll you know make you feel better oversized
3: jumpers you know pleather pleather leggings you know really cool pair of trainers just rock around big shades you would be fine and
0: a little baby on the hips i know
3: (laughs) i want to talk about your relationship yes um he is in the room he is a wonderful man. I know him not very well, but the times that I've met him, he absolutely adores you. How are you guys? You guys had, a you know, got pregnant so soon. Did you even know his middle name at that point? (laughs) I I honestly
2: (laughs) did not. I did not. No, it was, you know,
3: it was so, it
0: was so soon. And I am like a bit of a commitment phobe, I'll be honest. So my initial response was to like totally freak out. And because I was so unhappy anyway, I I like really pushed him away. I was pretty hard work, and Wade as well was also like, "Well, I'm in this new country. My family aren't here. I'm about to have a baby with someone who is mental." (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm pretty sure he wasn't as happy as then either. But we persevered and we worked together, and we kind of we had this conversation one night where we were like, "We're not perfect for each other," like. I'm not your perfect girl, you're not my perfect guy. So why don't we just try and be best friends and try and build this relationship from mm. this lower expectation and see what happens. And what happened is we became each other's perfect partner. Wow. I mean, he is like everything I could have imagined. I manifested him anyway because I'm obsessed with manifesting you said but this I'd, to me when I I'd saw manifed- the pillow. yeah I manifested him within two weeks um I had done all these techniques and then got pregnant and I was like oh manifest manifest like whatever you know but but now I'm like, he he is such a kind person and I feel incredibly fortunate to be with someone like him because we are so open. We talk about everything. We have such a strong bond. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's like my family now. And it's really, really, it's so special. And I feel so grateful for him every single day. I mean, he gives me foot rubs and these are not feet to be rubbed. Like, you know what I mean? Like, bless his soul. He's going straight to heaven. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, we're so happy. But you know, as well, I can't wait for us to be able to date again. 80% of our relationship, I've been pregnant. Mm. Um, So I can't wait for us to be able to go out again and go on a date. We didn't get that much time for that. Mm. And it's been fine because, you know, we enjoy furniture shopping together now and Sainsbury's trips. But, you know, I will be really amazing to see him as a father and to be a family but also actually it's going to be important for us to have some time to ourselves and do that that kind of early dating stuff again as much as we can
3: so we really kind of want to gauge from you your favorite products we do talk about this on the podcast that kind of help you through your mental health and make you feel a bit more stable and 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 kind of settled so what would you say to, to anybody looking for some help or some tips on it
0: um well, I love reading so my favorite books so are Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway by Susan Jeffers life changing book um, the Monk Who Sold His Ferrari, also a great one. Um, <laughs> listening to really good podcasts like this. <laughs> like this one. Like this one. I also love the Goop podcast. It's got loads on parenting, actually. I really like finding, I'm really listening to the parenting sections now. Um, I've been working with Vern from Carry Fit. So you, if you have children already, um, he does this workout. Where you strap baby on, you do this workout online. Brilliant. His though. community is really great. Oh, He's wow. been fab. Um, he's you know been doing prenatal and postnatal um, exercise for women for 17 years he really is safe he knows what he's talking about um, so finding a good kind of at home workout I think is really great for you um, I'm doing placenta pills which I've heard is really I mentioned it really great for helping with postnatal depression I'm using a company called cherished um, cherished placentas mm-hmm. they're on Instagram um, cherished placentas yes.
3: and so they take the placenta once you've delivered it yes. and they turn it into pills exactly and then you take them every day for how long do you know i think
0: no i'm you know i'm not going to say it in okay. case i'm wrong right. i think it's like 30 days but, okay. I, but i'm not sure um and then good loungewear i like this comfy loungewear i found um i've got some like a really great outfit from misha yeah misha, nice. Yeah, yeah. it's so great and it's so comfy so i would say yeah and uh, good good pajamas i primark
2: I honestly love a Primark pajama. Primark jersey pajamas are amazing. They've been my favourite this pregnancy. I
3: really need to go shopping for myself. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't got anything new for ages. Um, Primark pajamas.
2: Honestly, the best. I swear by
0: them. And all the ankle socks.
3: In all the world. In all
0: the world. (laughs) they are like (laughs) disposable.
2: Brilliant.
3: I love you on Instagram. Um, You have created a Sunday community where people... Agony Aunt Sundays, where people come to you and ask you questions and you just give so much of your time and energy. What do you get out of that? And what do you kind of want to create there?
0: Um, I feel like the reason I am on this planet is to help people. And... There is nothing that I enjoy more than giving people advice and helping people through a- anything. And I think behind a screen, people feel quite able to come to me with their problems. And I don't... You know, I'm not. I do not... I just... I spend about two or three hours every Sunday doing this. And it's honestly my favourite time of the week. I love it. Mm. I just love it. I think Instagram gets a bad name because there's so much of social media that can make you feel kind of well pretty shit about yourself to be honest and what I want is for people to come on Instagram and leave feeling better than they did so I want people to have a place where they can feel inspired or heard um listened to give and giving people advice and getting people message me and say oh my god I did what you said or I listened to this and this has helped it's been it's it is amazing and I think people seeing other people's questions and realizing that everyone has something is really helpful and the thing is everyone's problems are kind of the same Mm -hmm. they're either about love or friendships (laughs) or work but we're all the same we all have the same shit going on you know what i mean we just don't talk about it to each other so if i can give people a a space to you know come and ask for advice then i want to do that i want to keep doing that
3: She's mega, isn't
0: I she? I know. I just How keep, like,
2: staring in, in awe, actually. Like, so many of the things you've said today. I've, I feel like I'm going to take away so much from this. Oh, don't go. So. I've already cried once
3: she? today. <laughs> She's amazing. You are one of the most incredible women. You've got such a big heart. You give so much to other people. You're going to be an incredible mum. And oh, I'm going to knock because I'm I'm getting goosebumps again. Thank you so much for <laughs> coming on so and chatting to for us. Thank you. Honestly, me. thank you.
2: Thank you so Come
3: much. Come back after you've pushed that baby out. <laughs> I will.
2: <laughs> Good luck. <Thank laughs> <laughs> wow, I know
3: mind blown actually
2: yeah, I feel quite emotional after oh that.
3: God you can't, you can't not be she's she was so raw and so honest with how she was feeling that's a really brave conversation to have, I really respect her,
2: yeah, I do i mean it's it's strange, isn't it that she when she when she came into the studio, we thought how amazing she looked and mm. how glowing she was. I obviously d- I only know her from today, so mm. I only know her pregnant. But she totally doesn't feel like that at all.
3: No, no, she doesn't. And she is, you know, quite uncomfortable in her own skin at the moment and she's going through a lot of demons. But she's doing so much work on herself, Roxy, and she communicates so well. So she, her and Wade, who I absolutely oh, adore... They are great communicators, and they're working through their issues. And I think that was the thing that kind of came out today, was that um, you've got to talk to your partner. Yeah, you've i You've got absolutely. to keep communicating.
2: Yeah, you've got to talk about how you're feeling, definitely.
3: I, I remember after um, Kit was born, and Dozzle went out to wet the baby's head, and he... He the kit was only a couple of weeks old I was absolutely fine I had my mum there it was not an issue and he sent me a message going I'm not going to come back tonight I'm going to stay out um, with the boys I'm staying over at Sam's house I'll see you tomorrow and I was like <sighs> and when he came back the next day I was like you've been cheating oh my god and he was like no no I, stay, I stayed at Sam in India's house like, I've not been cheating um, but it was all of the hormones that were going around yeah. in my head it was like in my body it was like a crazy influx of feelings I had no control over them and if I hadn't said that to him and I bottled it all up i don't know what would have happened in yeah that moment. you would have
2: created a whole big long story exactly in your head. you've got yeah.
3: to got to keep talking um yeah, we normally at this point do products, right?
2: Yeah, I just, I mean, I guess we both feel the same. I don't yeah. think it's really appropriate that we talk about products. Yeah. Um, one thing that I am going to take away from that chat, though, is the placenta capsules. Yes. Um, we've heard lots of people speak about them before, but neither of us have tried them. Mm. I'm going to have a go this time. Are you? Yes. Um, so I will obviously report, yeah, report, back. report back on, yeah. What, what I thought
3: just don't let your mum get them confused with like her vitamin pills in the morning mm, <laughs> delicious um, thank you so much for listening this week as usual you can rate, review and subscribe to the podcast and if you fancy just hitting a little five star for us we would we'll love you forever
2: please. please do it uh, and also you can uh, get in touch with us anytime at our Instagram which is at made by mummers and if you want to chat to Zoe directly at Zoe Hardman yeah and we're going to be back next
3: week talking all things motherhood